Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Extra Reverb. I am your host, World Famous Secret, along with my co-hosts, Lucid Domino. I met a man in the bottom of the ocean. And Coker Eastler. Hi, it's me, Coker Eastler. Paper planes crashed to the ground. There's so much pain, all systems down. AKA Jacob and uh, Coker. Well, I mean, deep. yeah, mine's mine's fairly, fairly, fairly. You can pick what? that one up pretty fairly obvious. You can pick that one up real quick. <laughs> so <to> today, <laughs> today we have a few topics to talk about. We the do. first topic is going to be an addendum to the last episode, which we were talking about gear in. You should go check that out if you haven't listened to it. Now we're going to be talking but, about uh, what we have in the bedroom. I'll go first. I have silk bed sheets and. A lot, a lot of cracked magazines. I have a quilt. I have a Jacob. That's kidding. I have. Oh, I, I'm, no, uh, no, got it. I'm we sorry. can't have. We can't. Let man, me, we need to have some humor. Go on. <laughs> some that humor. That ain't funny. That is. Funny. That was funny. <laughs> I was about to start cracking up when he said "cracked magazine." Not everything is beep music. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, I'm done. It's I'll so be, it I'll sucks be now professional now. <laughs> so hard to keep a straight face now if you said cracked magazine. <laughs> Your laughter is funnier please, than Please, please don't cut this. This is such a good, wholesome moment. <laughs> This is not. This is please. okay. I'm ready to be normal. <clears throat> Just take a deep breath. Just take a deep breath, guys. All right. So we'll start with, uh, we'll start with something that Jacob bought since the last episode. Holy crap! Something that I'm always he buying. He found here. much pleasure in, uh, actually purchasing, and something that he's gonna show off to us after he talks about it. Oh. I convinced him oh, to is that my this, cue? by the way. That's yes, your cue. That, that is your cue. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, I am here to announce I have bought myself a Fender Champion 100. It is a guitar amp, Yay! an amplifier, and it makes your guitar go from ding to ding. And it's pretty awesome. But also going to go ding, ding, ding. And all kinds yeah. of stuff. You can or thank me for Jacob getting I don't know this. To, I, don't know how to, I don't know how to mimic a flanger, but... There's a... Meow, meow, meow. That's well, basically show a flanger. Us. Show us. And we can hear it. It's 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 a little... It's a, it's a little late at night. Hold on. Hold on. Uh-oh. <gasps> Jacob about to wake up the neighbors. The thing I don't like, because I own one too, the thing I just don't like about it is like what you mentioned. It's just like you can have it set to like a really low volume, but the minute you touch the gain, it'll just shoot up super loud. Well, that is what happens when there's um not much resistance. Like I, I can have it set to like one or two. And then I set the gain to like one or two as well. And it's just like the whole house can hear it for some reason. Time to get you an isolation box, man. I know. Anyways, uh... I got a question for you, Austin. 
That is very far away. That is very far away. I was just expecting him to strum one or two chords. He's whipping out the full entire next Cosmic Domino album. Or Lucid Domino, I mean. Did you guys hear any of that? Yeah, we heard it. It was quiet, but we heard it. Oh, it came through pretty well. I couldn't get the mic closer, and yeah. I didn't play with a pick, and I hurt my fingies. But I got a question for you guys. What is up, my dude? Are you reeling in the years? Are you stowing away the time? Are you gathering up the tears, Or and have you had enough of mine? Say again. I'm going to turn off my <laughs> I want to say yes, but I know this is a song lyric from somewhere. Yeah, it's Steely Dan. So, how about, uh, did you guys hear about, uh, how about, uh, Ozzy Osbourne? That whole thing with him, that's crazy. What did he do? You didn't hear, he got, um, diagnosed with Parkinson's. Oh. Yeah, and then, um. End of a career. Nah, he's, he made, he's making a new album. Did you not hear, did you not hear the new thing he released the other day? You know. You, you guys yeah. could have warned me that guitar amps would be loud. Oh, we oh, I'm sorry, Jacob. The thing that has amplifier in its name is going to be loud. I'm sorry we didn't warn you about that. Well, I don't know amps stand for amplifier. I thought it meant like amped up to to exist. What do you think? Yes, amp- that stands for amplified well, amp, amp, up. Yeah, amplified up. That's how you uh, deal with existence. You You have to amplify it up. You got a vibe, man. Oh. You just got a. You just got a I vibe. My voice. I have. I have an issue where I feel like I just my voice. I can't project my voice very well, so I'm a relatively soft speaking, unless I'm like willing, fully screaming. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, having a high voice like myself. You know, having the highest voice. You don't have a high out voice. Of the extra reverbs you cast. Don't. <clears throat> um. It's just like, I'm like, hey, what's up? And everyone's like, huh? And it's like, oh, uh, uh, you know, the boss wants you. You I'm should be lucky. embarrassing myself. You know what I mean? You sound like, you sound because, like Todd it's Rundgren. Because, it's because, you see, it's because I have a, what's, what's known as a low resonance. You have what is known as low self-esteem. Low resonance? No, low formant. No, low formant. No, you mean high formant. I, I meant yes, the word. Yes, his formant is Sorry. low, mine is high. Which I what? actually still don't understand what that means entirely. No, no, no. Formant, if, they, if he had a low, if he had a low formant, wouldn't that make his voice deeper? No, that's pitch. Pitch and formant do not go hand in hand. No, no formant. Yeah, no, 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 no formant. Like, what is it? Um. Like if you crank up formant, you sound like you have a higher voice. When you crank down formant, you sound like you have a lower voice. If it's like, yeah, you know, exactly. Can, like, like take. I made a video about this. Take the battle droids from Star Wars. They have an extremely high formant, unnaturally high formant, which causes their voices to sound really squeaky, even though they're actually pretty deep. They're just robotic and thin and squeaky because of that high formant. Yeah. And so if he has a low formant, wouldn't that make his voice sound deeper? 
Jacob's formant is low, which makes his voice sound kind of boxy. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Repeat mean. that again. We're just, this is whole. This uh, let's just it's something with his formant. We can agree on that. But anyways, but um, I don't understand the concept of it. Who has high formants and who has low formants? Uh, would I have a high formant? Yours is pretty normal. Yeah, a little on the high side, but not too much. That's just because you're younger than us. Yeah, that's right. I'm a young old boy. I'm a minor still. So if these guys talk about anything they ain't supposed to, I'm gonna call the FBI. But you may you may have said it, and I didn't hear it. The only thing you can say about your age. Why do I have a low form? Wow. What does that mean? Well, I don't know why. I would assume it's because you're fairly old. Your voice just hasn't dropped. Okay. Okay. So Foreman. So you know how low pitch means that like. Okay, so say someone's singing C, someone's mm-hmm. singing a C note, okay? And you crank the pitch down by one, that's going to make it a B note. That's going to make it B. That's yeah. pitch. You're okay. changing it. You're changing the actual note that they sing by something. I do but that all the time. But remember, but you know how like any note is just made up of a bunch of sine waves playing at different frequencies, right? Sure. The first sine wave, the one with the lowest pitch, is called the fundamental, and that's the actual note that you are singing. Formant refers to the balance of the remaining sine waves, which are called harmonics or overtones. So when the balance is tilted towards the higher overtones, that creates a high formant. Wait, but what? And vice what, versa. What exactly formant. determines the uh, what it favors? Is it just like genetics? Magic? Genetics. Genetics. Uh, how some people like I know. Um, how you use your voice. Yeah, like uh, so. What, what if I use my voice like this? Yes, that's a lower formant. I did like, it. Was it? Uh, I could do it too. Mom, I could have a Paul Simon also makes you uh, sound dumb. I think like, like what is it? Um, it also oh, has so to do like with like the environment. You all my food. <laughs> now I'm gonna starve. Uh, and uh, and Patrick and SpongeBob, of course, has a very high formant. What if it's the way you're dressed? What if it's the what? If, what, 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 what? <laughs> no, maybe, maybe. So basically, so is it if you no matter if you have a low voice or a high voice, it's genetics that determine your formant. Yeah. No, like, I also like, said, I hear, like, ex- it's like, also how you use your voice. Let you me explain it. Like, so yeah, what if hey. I use my voice like this? High that form. didn't really change much. Oh, but, but yeah, uh, it would make it. So like, <clears throat> I, I guess like I'll ex- I guess I'll try to explain it like I was gonna explain earlier. Like, because with pitch, it's basically it's actually like changing the note itself. Uh, this is mainly for like I'm I'm using a, a formant editor that I use in Logic sometimes as a reference like when you change pitch in the software it changes the actual note that's being sung but when you change format it changes the actual tone of your voice so like if you're singing a c yes, the if timbre. yeah if you're singing c and you crank down the pitch it could change it whatever note you want it to be but if you crank down the format it's still going to be c but it's going to have either a deeper tone like a bit more of a i guess an eight, i don't know a bit more of a different tone and then if you crank Boom it higher tone. it's going to have a higher tone yeah like um 
Vampire Weekend for one of my favorite for my favorite song by them, Diane Young. They used a formant editor, a formant modulator for a section of the song where his voice starts going deeper and it goes higher and it just shifts between those. They didn't use pitch; they used a formant editor to. They that. used they used it on Ocean Man as well. Ocean Man they just left it low. Was it Ocean? I I thought they no. I I've heard they used Verispeed for that. On Ocean Man? I heard they used Ocean Man. For Veris- vocals? Verispeed. Yeah, I heard they had... Well, it sure sounds like... Well, like what I, I heard- mean, like, even if Verispeed was what they used, the format got turned down. Like, what I hear... What I've... I think I read this somewhere. What they did was, because, you know, tape was still somewhat used at that time. They sped it up. They, like, they recorded it at a higher key. And then they s- slowed it down. Like, they s- recorded it faster and at a higher key than what they what it's supposed to be and then they slowed it back down to what it is supposed to be and that's what made his voice lower okay but mm. regardless the formant was decreased I'm, i thought no I, th- I thought gene ween i thought that was just his i think his voice just has a low formant i've heard him sing other times he, he yeah but like decreasing like low- the speed decreases the formant i mean decreasing oh, okay. the speed yeah. slash pitch with vera speed that decreases the formant okay well i mean um, so, anyways, so, yeah. So, long story short, formant the sound of formant itself is. So, let's say I'm hitting C. You know, let's say it's on a MIDI keyboard and reason it's like C three. It's an O right plop in the middle. Um, formant is how low or high of the tone of that. Yeah. Of that. So, pitch like for example, like the best. Note I is, know this is probably wrong but the best example i can give is if you're hitting a c note with a low form it's going to be like you know it's the same note but it's a lower tone and then if you're hitting it normally it's like uh you know whatever form you're used to and if you hit high it's going to be a way higher tone and that's Mm. ah, gotcha gotcha pal it's going to be the same yeah it's going to be the same note it's just the tone of it i love it when vsts include format editors i have um you know, it's something we never really talked about. We should talk about it. We could, um, have we talked about our plugins that we use? Not entirely, Not really. no. Yeah. Do, should I start? Sure. <laughs> I mean, okay. well, Austin's let's sounded... get through this discussion first. Okay. But, um, like, one good way to use formant is to decrease the formant for backing vocals. So that they fade more into the background of a mix, especially when they're stereo tracked. So I could, what? So if I took like my lead vocal and like maybe I cut it up to like only like the ends of like lines, then I like turn down the format. Kind of gives like a little lower, like like a like a deeper voiced man sang, but you know, he obviously sang to the pitch of the song I'm singing. What do you mean? Take cut the only cut only the ends well i mean like the end of a line so it's like let's say i'm like you would not believe your eyes uh if 10 million fireflies and then all i left was if 10 million fireflies you know, or something like that and what would you decrease the format on the 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 track the vocal track so like it's like no, a but back- what words yeah you're making it you're making it sound well, like you're like, like you're focusing on the wrong point. I, I'm saying like, let's say you take your lead. Let, let's just say it's an you're entire lead. You're just being lead. confusing. I'm so okay. Wait, take the <laughs> entire lead vocal, right? The entirety of the verse one 
a Firefly. Say you duplicate it, you turn it on the format. So it okay. kind of sounds like a deeper voiced man yeah. sang the song, but it's obviously going to be in the same key, the same notes. Yeah. That, okay, Different now, timbre. Okay. What I thought, what so I thought you, you were trying to say, thing, not just something. I, you, I thought you, you just, were trying to be just, like. You kind of focused on the wrong part of what I was trying to say. You focused on like okay. the math. You no, you presented the wrong part. Okay, of what you were I'm trying sorry. To say. Okay, I was just trying you to come like, up with a scenario. You, made it you sound misunderstood like, <laughs> the scenario. I'm sorry, Coker. I'm sorry, Coker. Hey, guess what, Joe Mama? But okay, <gasps> like <sighs> you uh, freaking ha. guy. Dude, but what is it like? Um, you made it sound like you were about to be like, "If ten million fireflies," <laughs> you made yeah. that's how you. I've that's what it implied. I've seen that, like you, but that's irrelevant. That'd be funny. I've seen though. like screamo versions of fireflies. Is that what? Um, is that what? I think it's the guy's name is Schwanky Donkey. On YouTube, I've never heard of a Schwanky. You never donkey. heard of Schwanky Donkey? Wonky Donkey. <laughs> yeah, Schwanky no. Wonky Donkey. I've not uh, heard of him. Cuckoo. Is he the guy or whoever makes the like? Um. Never gonna hit those notes. Is that what they? Is that what they use for those? Format editors. Yeah. Surely they have used them, but not for never gonna hit those notes. That was just a pitch adjuster. Okay. Well, you know what I mean. Those types of videos. I guess. I've um. I don't know. Those aren't really used much. But. Formant is more of a uh, just a natural effect in how we can distinguish between different instruments of the same family, for example, like how we can tell that a note is being played by a cello rather than a viola or violin, yeah, and uh, how we can distinguish between human voices as well. Uh, what is it? Um. I love, but yeah, like what I was saying though, I love it when um, VSTs include formant editors for like, like say I have, cause I have um, the Waves Grand Rhapsody plugin, which is like the piano that they used for Bohemian Rhapsody. Hmm. Uh, and it has a formant editor on it. And so you can actually change the format of the piano. And so it can go from sounding like a really tinny toy piano to normal. And then it can go down to be sounding like, someone's crappy old piano they have in their attic, you know, just from the foreman editor. With only one string per note. Reason has one too. In the Radical Piano plugin, there's a tone control. And it acts about the same way. Can Not I, exactly the same, but can, kind of. Can I say something funny about the Radical Piano too and Reason? So back when, uh, when it was just Reason 9, I don't believe Radical Piano was out yet. All I wanted was Radical Piano because I wanted more pianos in Reason, right? Because I wanted to, you know, make some cool music. Well, guess what? Well, freaking Reason 10 or whatever DAW brought it up. Not DAW, sorry. F uh, Radical Piano finally comes out. I'm like, yes, finally, I have this plugin. Not only did I not really like it that much because I wasn't a big fan of its tones. Well, not tones per se, but sounds and whatnot. But like right after, Austin taught me about a certain patch in the uh, NNXT. It's like Grand Piano A. And, and I, that's the only piano I use ever. You know, I turn up the release a little bit, add some reverb, perfect piano. So what is I, it? Um, I just think it's funny. That I, you know what's something that I know a lot of people like, but I absolutely despise the sound of? What's it? I love the sound of Yamaha upright pianos, but I absolutely hate the sound of Yamaha grand pianos. Hmm. Why? 
I don't know. Everybody seems to love them. I don't know why I dislike them so much. I, I, it's not that I don't like them. It's not that they're bad. It's just like if I have the choice between the Grand Rhapsody, the Steinway, the Bosendorfer, and the Yamaha. In fact, there's another one that's like an Afro-Cuban piano that Logic has. If I had the choice between all of them, Yamaha's the first one getting dropped out. I Is don't it, ever use the Yamaha. Didn't Yamaha... Because I remember I used, I think I used like, I think I used a Yamaha grand piano before. I remember it being like kind of like boomy, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong. It is very boomy, and I will give it that, but I just don't like the tones. Like, I love upright though. I love Yamaha's upright pianos. If I had, if I had like a plugin of a Yamaha upright, I would probably use that for everything because I love their upright pianos. It's just their grand pianos. I hear them so often in like people's music whenever they're doing any sort of piano thing ever that I just immediately, I'm just like, can't, I dislike it, you know? Mm. I've always been partial to Steinway myself. I like, um, I, I like Bosendorfer. I don't have a preference yet. I like, I like Reason's NNXT Grand Piano A patch. That's my, that's Which my is piano. A Steinway. Oh, is it? Oh, I, I guess I like Steinway. It's kind of basic, but man, you add some release, so it goes like, boom, and then you add some reverb. Uh, I also, I will make an exception to one Yamaha Grand Piano that I love the sound of, and that is... Joe Mama? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) No, um, I like... uh, Old memes, old memes. I do, the only Grand Piano I like is the Yamaha CP. I am not familiar with that one. But that is a electric electric grand piano that Yamaha made back in the 70s and 80s. Uh, Freddie Mercury would use them on stage, and they just have like this really nice tone that I've always just liked. And for Yamaha, it's for Yamaha Grand. Even though I dislike them, I love a absolutely just completely love a Yamaha CP. And I remember, um, I remember when I first like found out how much I liked them. I was doing a cover of "Video Killed the Radio Star" by the Buggles because they're actually like one of my favorite bands ever. And they have, and the opening to that song, I was always just confused by how they did that, you know. And I was like, man, it's was it like a chorus, a phaser or something? And then I got the vinyl copy of their album and the sleeve for it actually has like a fake reel to reel tape that has like all the instruments listed on it. And one of those is a Yamaha CP. And I'm like, so what did they do? And I found out they took a Yamaha CP and played it at the same time they had the Yamaha CP mic'd. So it's a Yamaha grand piano acoustic sound mixed with a Yamaha CP electric sound. And it just created that weird phaser, phases, chorusy type piano sound that's on Video Killed the Radio Star. And I just always wondered what that was. And, you know, and ever since then, I've always just loved the sound of it. Hmm. And um, also, I just noticed, Jacob, you still well, you still got me blocked. <laughs> you still haven't unblocked me. I told you I was going to block you. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, you still follow me. Do and I? I still follow. I don't yeah, know. I still follow you. you. It says, "Yeah, I go look you up." It says, "We you follow each other." On or now it doesn't, Domino? dude. What the heck, man? <laughs> 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 I 
I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll think about unfollowing you throughout the end of this podcast. No, just just I, unblock I me, bro. Have something I have to seriously think about it. Okay. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad you understand. We were going to uh, we were going to move on from this to talk about plugins. So uh, that leads us perfectly into that. What kind of plugins do we like to use? Well, this is awkward because pretty much everything I do is actually inside of Reason already. I don't really use very many external plugins. Uh, if you want to count C-Lig, Deesser, and C-Lig uh, Gain, then uh, go for it. Pretty sure it's Selig. Is it Selig? My bad. Uh, if you don't know, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I, f- I figure it's C-Lig, so I think it's space. Selig, C-Lig. I use the Deesser for my vocals now because I really like how when I actually use it, it doesn't really affect the tone of my voice as much as Reason's uh, uh, Combinator patch for a DSer. So I, I've been opting to a C-Lig's version. And then Gain, I don't really use the actual Gain function of it, but I throw it in my master channel. And what I do is I use it to check my levels because it shows me a digital number of what you know my song's level's at. And I can switch my entire mix from mono to stereo with a click of a button without having to get reasons, uh, combinator patch, dig through files, and you know automate. So it's just it's just easier. Uh, I I recently picked up the SoftTube plugin. I forget who makes that. Uh, I haven't really used SoftTube. Soft SoftTube. SoftTube is the company that makes SoftTube. That makes, that makes uh, saturation the saturation knob. knob. My bad. Anyways, uh, me, Austin, and I both just picked that up. Uh, we're gonna be experimenting with that uh, from here on out. No, I've had it. I've had it for a while. Oh well, I have it now, and uh, I'm hoping to use that to replace uh, FL Studio because the only thing I use FL Studio for is for Fruity Limiter because it uses saturation t- uh, as it uh, you know brings up my mix volume wise. <laughs> And, you know, it's kind of a pain because, like, what if, like, I'm on a computer that doesn't have FL Studio? It's like, great, I can't master my mix completely. So if I could get, uh, you know, a completely free plugin, by the way, to do it for me and just do it all in reason, then, you know, that's the way to go, obviously. But aside from that, yeah. every every plugin, every VST, every instrument, pretty much all in reason. I love it. Reason's great. I stand by it. I live for it. It is my religion. It is my life. Thank you for listening. This is the end of the episode. I'm, I'm joking. It's no, it's not. It's, it's only 33 minutes. I don't my want Coker to is, talk anymore, so this is the end of the episode. My, right? fi- my recording file is still not even a gigabyte yet. We This is not working. <laughs> we, we, we are not it's done. a gigabyte. We are not. We <laughs> stop when it's at least... Two, my file is at least two gigabytes. We stop when it takes an hour to right. upload through Gmail to send to Austin to edit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't wow. even. I couldn't even do that. I had to split the last one up into two yeah, different files that, and that email was... them. You should both. split it into three different files this time. Why? To make it easier. Faster. Faster. I mean, yeah, but I mean, then All you right. gotta um, fine. But don't complain when you're sitting there being like, "Coker, why yeah, you make me drag dude, every Austin single text file?" Me, it was a few hours after you finished. Like, dude, are you gonna send me the file? I'm like, it's about done. It's still uploading through Gmail. I'm a, dude, I'm a, like, dude, I'm gonna split it up into it's like ten different files. It's like each like one's every, like. 10 minutes every two set every 10 seconds there's a new file every 100 megabytes just, nice. just cut it yeah just, like, um, well <laughs> should i go on to mine now yeah oh, i'll go next dying okay talk about his or do you want to go 
I'll go next. Okay. I have a few plugins from a few different sources that I use regularly aside from stock plugins. Um, yes, I use that saturation knob to tame the dynamics. It's actually pretty weird. It will not only bring up the RMS, but it will actually take down the peaks. I don't know how it does it. Saturation is magic. A, it's a magic knob. It makes the mix louder, and there's no output gain on my version, so um, I have to use a mix tool after that. Um, I like using the plugin OTT, which is from... Uh, I cannot remember the company, but it's from a company that makes plugins... And that is a multiband compressor, but it really helps to liven up some synth sounds. And I like to use isotope vinyl every so often. That will give you some vinyl noise and vinyl characteristics, vinyl warmth, perhaps. Um, I like to use the Bugex MSED, which is a mid-side emulator. It gives you total control over the stereo as stereo and mono levels of a signal. And I also like to use the Cakewalk C, C2LA, something like that. It's the emulation of that classic compressor. And uh, it's a very simple one. All it has is a threshold and an output gain. But um, it sounds nice. You know, it's kind of a set and forget kind of compressor. It's a good one to use in a chain of multiple compressors. I have a few different EQs that I like to use. One is called Freak. The other is called, um, I should say FreeQ. But yeah, it's got EQ built into the name. And then the uh, other one is called something that I cannot remember. It's three letters and then EQ. But it was made by Tokyo Dawn Labs, so just look up Tokyo Dawn Labs EQ. And I use that quite a bit. I use that actually on the live stream chain. Whenever I'm doing a live stream, I use that in OBS. That aside from the stock EQ as well, which I use quite a lot. And that's about it. That's about all that's worth mentioning anyways. I use a, I use Camel Crusher. Camel Crush that's Silver? A, Camel, I love Camel Crush Silvers. Uh, I don't have the silver version. I just have the regular version. No, I'm joking. Camel, uh, Camel, Camel Crush Silvers. Yeah, Camel Crush Silvers is a is a pack of cigarettes. Back when I work at the grocery store, I was allowed to sell customers alcohol, but I wasn't allowed to sell them cigarettes. You know, I think what's I stupid 21. is. Oh, never mind. Weird. Let's not get into politics. I was about to, so I was about Austin. <laughs> what's like your like number one? Like this is my favorite VST. I live for it. I can't. I can't do anything without it like what do you go to what's your go-to um honestly i would not want to work on a mix without having the good old spectrum meter that is a good way to just let you know what's going on and whether there's something that you need to correct frequency wise especially like cutting out low end rumble if something's causing too much of that you'll easily be able to tell on the spectrum meter it's funny because it's yeah, it's cool. I, I, don't, I, I never use this. I never use one of those. You know, I don't um, think I have one. I have a unhealthy habit of sweeping for EQing, so I'm like, oh, something's not right. I don't know what it is. So I just, I just, you know, turn up one of the 
the EQ dots as high as it goes and sweep around and look for something that sounds bad. It works, but it's a pain and probably not accurate 100% of the time. <clears throat> but I just like, I do, I have, like, I don't know how, but I have like this, like, whenever I'm listening to something, I have a sense of like, oh, hey, I don't really like this frequency. And I can just pick out like where it is somehow. And it usually I have to move it around until it's perfect, but like I still get like the general area of what I dislike about it. Usually I hate to be like this, but it's usually like the high mids that I dislike. So Austin has perfect pitch and you have perfect uh frequency. I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> well I can't sit there. I can't sit there what and he's be like doing, I'm joking. It's something that anybody can learn with enough experience or not really learn but kind of just train I don't like, to do yeah, yeah i don't really like, i can kind of do yeah. it too i've gone a little better yeah at that. i don't sit I've there i don't like i'm i don't just sit there and i'm like oh this is this is uh 10k hertz i know it's perfect yeah. no but like i'm just like because logic has the dots on the equalizer i'm just like oh it's this dot and i just drag it down <laughs> i've got myself to the point mm. where i I won't know what frequency it is unless it's like low. It's like obviously it's some type of bass frequency, probably between two to two hundred to five hundred. But I've gotten to the point where like I can listen to something and know that there's something wrong frequency wise. I'm like, there's something there I don't like, and I'll look for it and cut it out. Obviously, yeah. Um, I oh, well. I couldn't say that by myself a year ago, so that's kind of cool. Should um okay, so should I go now? Yep, Coker, it's time unless to the secret flex on us with your flex. great unless collection secret, of Waves plugins. Unless the so secret fourth member wants I, to go. I have, like, one set of plugins that I use a lot. I bought, a, about a year or two ago, I bought the Waves Abbey Road collection. And that has so many things in it, but I'll just, I'll list off my favorites. Um... The Abbey Road Chambers, which is a chamber reverb plugin. Uh, obviously, it's meant to mimic the chambers that they have at Abbey Road Studios. So it sounds a bit more like it's in a bathroom, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, but it sounds nice for some things. Uh, the Abbey Road Plates, which is plate reverb. So it sounds a bit more like what you would most people would think of when they think reverb. Uh, I like the... I've been using the RS... Uh, I'd have to let me check real quick. Uh, I've been using the RS fifty six lately, which is a EQ plugin. Doesn't really. I love it because it's transparent. Basically, there's no. It doesn't really add any sort of tone to it. You know, it just really has. It's really just an EQ plugin at its basis, and it's based off of something that I, you know, really enjoy. Uh, I've been using uh, one called the Red thirty seven. 51 and the red 17 they're both very close except they both have a slight different amplifying sort of tone uh but both ways they're meant to mimic a mixing console and you can add warmth and drive to it and uh i've been able to recreate some of the same tones that the beatles used with them because they're just very close to what they used um I've been using the real adt and for those who don't know adt stands for automatic double tracking uh, it's, and it works great for wanting to double vocals, but not wanting to re-record them. Uh, and I love having it. I love being recording one guitar track and then having both using the ADT and having the guitar having be split up in 
both ends all the way, like one all the way to the left and one all the way to the right, and both of them slightly delayed, so it gets you the same tone as two guitars, but instead it's just one. Uh, and I also really like uh, something called the uh, the J37, which is meant to mimic the J37 reel-to-reel tape recorder. Uh, and it's nice, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it That's doesn't really, I, I know some people, I've heard some people really be harsh on it. Like, Oh yeah, it was a waste of money. Oh, it does nothing. I'm like, uh, no, it's, do, it does do nothing. It does what it's supposed to do, which is not be all up in your face with warmth and low finest. It's meant to be very subtle, you know? And that's how it is for me. It's very subtle, but it works to, as a tape emulator. Um, the only other Waves plugin I really use is Sibilance, which is a de-esser, and it's just easier to use than Logic's de-esser. Uh, and I also use a, something from, there's one from a company called Waves Factory, very close naming, but they're two different companies. Uh, Waves Factory has something called the Cassette plugin, and I use that to get if I don't want to use the J37 for tape emulation, I use the way the cassette one because there's a setting on there called clean tape and it sounds very warm, but it doesn't sound like a cassette all that much. And uh, what what uh, determines which one you will use? Uh, so if I feel like the J37 isn't really doing enough for a mix, I'll use the cassette one. So like say I have a recording that I want to sound like it's from the past, you know, I want it to sound analog and everything else is doing it, but the J37 isn't really adding anything to it, which sometimes it doesn't. I will use the cassette one and just make the settings really light, you know, don't really add a whole lot of, add, keep a whole lot of stabilization with it. Cause it does have a, it has a setting on there called stabilization. And when you crank it all the way down, it just sounds like one of the crummiest cassette recorders you'll ever hear. It's just nothing is keeping a solid pitch. Mm -hmm. So I make sure to have that set to like 99 in the nineties up to a hundred just to keep mm -hmm. it stable. Uh, and yeah, and it, it comes with a lot of great settings, though, because you can really make it sound like something that's being recorded on a cassette if you want to have that tone. But other than those, I mainly use a lot of Logic stock plugins because you can get a lot done with those. I use, for example, um, there's a compressor that comes with the Abbey Road plugins called the TG12345. Uh, ah, good one. I, I use it sometimes. Sort of. I use it for mainly mastering. Ma ah. mastering it works fine for that but if i'm in like the project making stuff i usually use one of logic's built-in compressors and then I, if i want to make it sound a bit more warm i don't start off with the waves ones i start off with the vintage tube eq plugin that logic has which is i guess i guess it's meant to mimic a fair child but it doesn't really look like one you know uh but uh it sounds good and uh, I love using it for bass. If you use the, if you're on Logic and you want a great vintage bass tone, just use the Vintage 2 BQ and set it to like, I think there's one called like Retro Bass or something, and it makes it sound just like a Motown bass, except without, you know, you'd have to have other stuff to it, but it, for just like the basis of a Motown style bass tone, it works fine just on its own. And yeah, that's really what I use, you know, uh, just a mixture of, Logic stock plugins and Waves Abbey Road collection. Very nice. 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 Well, Tweet. that's our plugins. 
Plug it. Next, uh, I wanted to talk about a certain thing that I discovered a couple days before we started recording, and that is called the Tonewood Amp. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Uh, I it's thought it cool. was pretty cool. I think yeah. we should explain what it is before we get to... Yes, please do. Please do explain. Because I'm not sure how to explain this, to be honest. So, one part I didn't understand was how it attached to the guitar. I don't know if it was a magnet setup. But basically, it's it's kind of... I wouldn't say it's necessarily a mini... I guess it is kind of an amp, because, you know, amplifier. It pretty much amplifies your acoustic guitar... Except I think it's more of like effects. So like this guy, he he just attached this thing on, turned it on. I think he adds like a pickup like under the strings kind of by the sound hole. And out of nowhere, just beautiful reverb just comes out of his guitar like it's like real. And like his guitar is naturally just spitting out reverb. And like I think there's other effects like delay. It was sick. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's... um. And like the amp it's itself was interesting. Yeah, the amp itself wasn't plugged in anything. So it was like you could like take it anywhere you know you just like pick up your guitar go to the subway i don't know where yeah extra reverb on top of the the subway's reverb i don't know why you'd hey, play you it said the subway, word idiot you said the name <sighs> did you i said did the I, thing got did i say extra, you said reverb? extra yeah that wasn't intentional <laughs> that's how you know it was like it says it attaches magnetically natural. by the way jacob so you're right it was so, magnetic but how is there like what is do you have to add something on the inside i didn't check I was curious. I, I was know. I was really intrigued how that attached. But anywho, it's pretty cool. I'm guessing Austin's gonna force me to put a picture. I'm gonna rebel and like make it stupid because I hate no. editing. But yeah, I like how you picked like the wrong picture of the 51 for that last video. What? How is it wrong? Because I sent you that picture purposely because it actually looks like the one that I use. Mine doesn't have like for that one, all that red stuff that's on that one. Mine doesn't have that. Mine's a different model from that one. That's close enough. <sighs> it's an old timey looking 60s microphone that only Coker would own. What what other info do you need? I mean, I don't know, but that color is very important. Okay. I doubt it. It's like it's just about as important as what type of fretboard you have. So then it's not? Exactly. Oh. By the way, guys, if you go to my equip board, you'll you'll see my Fender Champion wow. 100. Just just wow. just flex in here. Wow. Be sure to check out our equip boards. How are you flexing? I have one too. Shut up, Coker. <laughs> I had it before you did. I'm Shut the re- up, I'm Coker. literally I literally I, was I like, "Hey, you, you should to buy get this. one." So you bought it the day hey, after I did. Hey, you, you should get this. Hey, you I got it for it. Christmas two years yeah, ago. Shut prove up. it. Prove it. Shut up, bro. It's on my. It's prove on the first it. Sweet Tuesday album. I, Stupid. I, you can't prove that. That could be digital. Like, Stupid. You could have plugged I wanted to get the chance and just recorded and like had it like a, a Fender Tone VST plugin. Majing. Stupid. I wouldn't let you get the chance. <laughs> this is why I blocked you, Coker. <laughs> 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 And anyways, uh, so we're cool on the tone wood amp. I like it. I think it's going to be something real interesting. Can I talk about what I was going to talk? Uh, I thought we should talk about. Did the you guys look at the liquid was that? analyzer by like, Ranger yeah. FX? The liquid analyzer. I thought that was sick. No, I couldn't do much research on it because like that, that site you sent was kind of dumb. But it sounded cool. 
So it, do you want to explain it? Up, uh, there's, there were some videos up about it. I guess I can try to find one so you guys can watch it later. But um, basically, it's a... It, it They intended to sort of be used for overdrive and distortion tones, but you can use it for other stuff. It's a... what it, How it works is it comes with this little little plastic container inside of it and based upon the color the texture like the you know the viscosity you know how runny it is how chunky you know the density of the liquid based upon all that stuff the color and all that and the darkness and the brightness of the liquid it can generate a guitar tone from that wait so you put your own liquid in it yeah, you that's the point. It doesn't Yo, come with any liquid. The sick. whole point the point is you get it, you go out and find some liquid you want to put inside oh, of it. Do you know what you I want to do? I want to hit up I'm going to Okay, so I'm going to DM Post Malone like, "Yo, I got a guitar track for you. I will buy one of those. <laughs> Pour Bud Light into it and go like bam bam bam." They actually they did um they did a video of it where uh uh it's on um what YouTube channel? I think it was uh I, it's a YouTube channel I watch a whole lot. Uh, LGR? I do watch LGR a lot. That is true. That is... JonTron? JonTron. Oh, my gosh. I watched him, too. I watched him and, like, LGR around the same time. Captain no, but, Sparkles? Um, I didn't watch Captain Sparkles. The I watched Ashes, Jeff though. Jumba? Reverb did a video on... Reverb Higa Higa? did a video. <laughs> I remember him, but I used to... Fred? Yo, Fred. Fred. bro, bro, Smosh. No, but um, Reverb, uh, Reverb released a video on this, and they did. They talked about it. They put nail polish, they put Jägermeister, <laughs> Coca Cola, and uh, I think that was about it. For you some know, reason, and, my first oh, thought Jack was Daniels. to put whiskey in it. <laughs> they, put, they did. They put, the Jack Dan- they put Jack. Da- they put Jack Daniels in it. Yeah, they put that was Jack like Daniels. my first thought when you mentioned that you put liquids yeah. in it. I'll, yeah. I know they I said the um, thing. They had oh. like four, and one had Coca Cola, one had nail polish, the other had Jack Daniels, and the other had Jägermeister, and they all were making different tones. And it's pretty cool. I in the video, the guy explains what each liquid, like the factors that can affect your tone, but like they did like. Jägermeister and it sounded exactly how you think a Jägermeister plug-in would sound. It was real raunchy, real dirty, real dark. Like and then uh they did Coca-Cola and surprisingly because of the texture of Coca-Cola, it was like a very low it was like light on the overdrive compared to the other ones. I'm not going to lie, I actually want this to be my first pack. I want it too. I want to get it too. We should both get I would it. love we to get this. They had it at get it and then like Re- do something for extra reverb. I wonder how it would sound with special. bass. Get like a nice like. How, how about Jack and Coke? Mix it together. Yeah. Now I, can, I my dad mixes drinks a lot. I can just get him to like mix something up and we'll pour it in there. But yeah, it's it's awesome. I think like it's it's crazy. I mean, like you could you could diarrhea in this thing and oh. it would give you a tone. So what would what do you think? Personal opinions, theories. What are your theories on what P would sound like? Guitar tone wise. Well, the t- the t- the texture of it uh, depend. Well, the color of it depends on how much hydration you had that day. Mm-hmm. So, so just if different you, variables if you to like your P. There's variables. Uh, I guess the texture would make it a bit more. Uh, not it would make it a 
maybe sort of like Coca-Cola where there's a bit of overdrive, but not really. The color would definitely make it bright. If it's white, if it's clear, then you're probably not going to get a very dark tone. But if it's like, if you just haven't been drinking anything that day, you know, you're probably going to get a pretty dark tone out of it. Not to sell like this is weird. Why do, why are we bring why did we bring this up? Why are we why did you ask I, this I'm about, question? I'm about to make it worse. I don't want to be a sicko, but I am genuinely curious. What do you think blood would sound like? Probably I think had to be probably like a, dark. Probably like Jägermeister. Yeah. Sort of. Probably like the Jägermeister. It's a fairly thick substance. Imagine oh, if it coffee. has like a blood. Yo, that's the first thing I put in it. Coffee. It's like my coffee. Dude, I'll put sweet tea in it and it'll just sound like Leonard Skinner probably. I'll use water, but I'll crush up a bunch of aspirins in it and then we'll see what time <laughs> but, Dude, dude. Oh my gosh. Get a um, pour Coca-Cola in there, drop a Mentos in and slam down <laughs> the lid before it, it goes off. It has to be a Diet Coca-Cola, but yeah. That'd be an interesting <laughs> sound. <laughs> That'd be the gnarliest sound. You probably it'd probably spill out and fry your pedal. I doubt. Or, uh, I'm sure. I'd be I'm sure okay. if it's. I'm sure if it's a liquid. If it involves liquid, they probably yeah, have some it, sort of way to like keep it's it from getting messed in up. Metal, so, nonetheless, yeah, it, though, it, I am looking for pedals again. It's my first pedal since I have an amp, and that's definitely on the list because I do think that's yeah. cool. I'm gonna get like, a, dude. I t- I I wonder how sweet tea would sound in there, man. Sweet tea for like, sweet tea, dude. Tuesday, that'd dude, be great. you could. We can make a video like like Davy five hundred four and like all those other like music guys on YouTube make. We could be like playing Sweet Home Alabama using sweet with sweet tea, sweet tea and the you know the I'm just gonna be playing analyzer. power chords. That's all I know. That's nice. <laughs> well, you could play. You could play smoke on the water using smoke trapped in there with water. I wonder what it would be like if you put like stuff that's like, you know, chemical, like not liquid in there. What if you put like smoke in there? I was wondering. Just rip a fat vape and blow it in there and slam the lid shut. That's like vapor. I'm gonna get my buddy. I'm gonna get my buddy to give me his little dip spit and spit it in there. See yes. how that. <laughs> that's gross. Why would you say? That? See how that. See Dude, how that does. In the, pour out water. his mud jug. <laughs> Bath water, dude. Call up, call up Belle Delphine. Yes. Be like, yo, can you give me some bath water? I yes. want to see how that crap sounds. <laughs> oh, we need this. Yo, people, do some digging on Twitter. Let's make this happen. I will buy this amp if we could arrange that with her. I will buy that we, pedal. That's it, dude. If she's like, yo, I'll send I, you. I a love this idea. The bath water costs more than the pedal does. <laughs> <laughs> the pedal only costs uh, like yeah. It's actually for a pedal. Like a, it's actually pretty. Yeah, it's reasonable. I mean, it's. I've Euros. seen pedals that cost more than that uh, that are so, do way yeah, less. Way less, probably. You know, I don't have to especially the fa- especially the fact that it's not really that well known of a brand too, and those usually that usually makes the price higher. Like, dude, like that's insane. And I lo- I just love being ha- being able to have stuff like that to experiment with. You yeah, because you know you'd spend an entire like Saturday. Just yeah, trying out different, different liquids. liquids like, oh, I wonder if we do you that. <gasps> I wonder if we use that. You're just like running down the streets of the store and back. Like, what are you like, doing? It would be really hard. <laughs> like using my to new run out of possibilities of what to do with that thing. Yeah. I, wa- I want to like put like imagine you put like wine in it and it just sounds like an acoustic bass. <laughs> just starts playing immediately playing like jazz music. Okay. How about like steak juice or like. Grease. Peanut butter. 
Liquid though, is it? Uh, monster. You you Remember when I used to drink <laughs> Monster like two times a day for like a like months? That <laughs> I wonder what that sounds like. Red Bull. Monster. Yes. Red Bull. Oh Mix my them gosh. together. Or loco. <laughs> Yeah, okay. man, that'd be cool. Get like, oh my gosh, dude! Get on like ice melted ice cream, or starter fluid. or chocolate. God, this make a mess. This is gonna gasoline. I don't. That gasoline. sounds dangerous because there's electronics involved. Yeah, gasoline. Maybe don't do that. But I think Kerosene you can take the. Fine. I think you can take the cup out though, so you can actually like put stuff in there. I'm gonna put like my film developing chemicals in there. Bleach. That pedal would be cool. super cool to play with. Very groovy. Yeah, uh, so it says, I, I'm looking, I'm going to read off some of the stuff on here. Uh, one of the questions someone asked is, um, okay, so basically it uses screw contacts at the bottom of the cup to detect the liquid and stuff. Mm. So as long as, so you could literally put anything in there as long as it makes contact with those screws. It has to be enough to cover those screw contacts. Uh, it says, what if I spill liquid onto the pedal? Is it dangerous? Not at all. Wipe it off and carry on. Uh, can I add more bass while adding more trouble as well? No, the mini bar produces a band pass sound. So yeah, if you you can't have both. You can have either or. And, or a mixture of them both. Okay. Oh yeah, and olive oil doesn't work. They had to specifically mention that olive oil does not. It's work. like it's like like this cool product any <laughs> liquid and like in the very bottom an asterisk will not will not work with olive oil. Do not put olive oil in this. Put baking grease. I do wonder what that would sound like. But like uh, green bean juice, hot dog water. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be that would be like a banjo-y like sound. I know that's gonna be the sweet tea, man. You think? What if cracker what cracker if? barrel ho- cracker barrel gravy? <laughs> <laughs> well, ketchup. Ketchup. The possibilities maybe. are endless. They if are. We were, if we were to continue listing all of them, we'd have us a, a three-hour episode. Yeah, but right now it's an hour. We should make Let's a whole. Move up, on we should make a filler episode. We just talk about like theoretical liquids we could put in a in a yeah. in a pedal. That'd be a fun episode. Yeah. I'm sure the people will watch it. Actually, we should just save it for when you actually buy the pedal, which I know you're going to do eventually. Probably. Probably. And then <laughs> I'm definitely we'll going to try it. And then we'll just see how it sounds. Like we'll just have you do it right there. We you should know, like maybe you, we you can even how, do that live. We should cool. just have like a whole thing of like me me and Jacob. Dude, me and Jacob you know how BuzzFeed does those things where they get like two people to each do something and they record themselves doing it? We could do that. Like Jacob, me and I both Jacob and I both get the pedal and we like record ourselves in a day finding every liquid we can put in the thing and then we compile them into one video. And people can vote like who like it made like the cooler sounds or something yeah who made the who had the best tones it's cool because it's endless because not only is it like color but it's also consistency so you use the same color but with like completely different like textures and whatnot yeah. and you're gonna get a different sound each time so i'm you know i'm definitely curious to see how, i just i know there yeah. there's endless things you can do like i don't know man but it's definitely cool anyways uh so the last thing we have to talk about is the largest chord ever created. So you know how a major chord 
is made up of a, ma- a major interval followed by a minor interval. And then a major seventh chord is made up of a major interval followed by a minor interval followed by a major interval. Well, this guy took this to the extreme. He went major interval, minor interval, major interval, minor interval, about 20 times. Meaning you would need like six like different that. hands yeah, to play this yeah, chord, by and the way. It pretty much takes the entire range of the piano. And what's more, I think it uses every single note in a scale at some point or another. Every single one of the 12 I th- tones. I think it was it was C Lydian, right? Well, yeah. Like it started off forming the basis of the C Lydian scale, but then he just went crazy on it. <laughs> and he calls it, like in the title, it says Super Ultra Hyper Mega Meta Lydian. But that's it's, my new uh, favorite chord. It's full, if, like, full in, of double just, sharps and imagine like you go to like music college in like twenty years and you're just sitting there and the guy just goes, Hello class. Now today we're gonna be covering a very special type of chord. It's called the super ultra hyper mega meta lydian. <laughs> <laughs> I would take that course. Now you must learn how to perform this chord perfectly you if must you want to play pass this class. In front of the class. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but see now... This chord is the basis for all popular music in the year of 2045. Wouldn't that be very interesting, to be honest? You know, I gotta say on a side note, there's this little bit in... I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Gattaca. It's a whole movie about DNA. There's a whole there's a whole little part of the movie where like they're watching this guy play the piano. It's all professional and stuff. But they're, he's playing a song that's impossible to play unless you have 12 fingers because this guy was born with 12 fingers and a one, on, one extra one on each hand. So it's kind of reminded me of that. Say, why did you say DNA so quietly? You went, this show, it's about DNA. <laughs> I think I think that was a Discord. I don't think I said it that quietly. You said you were like you were like, Austin, did you not hear that? Yes, I heard it. Yeah. I, you I were like you're like, it's a great show, <laughs> man. It's about DNA. It's about DNA. It's, it's about DNA, guys. Just cut it's, it's me about, saying, it's, hold on, hold on. Dude, hold it's on, just hold on, it's hold about on. DNA. So, so say you think. DNA. There. If you want, you can cut that little No, because then my my you joke's not funny. DNA. <laughs> I've heard of a freaking DNA. Or I think it's called if my joke DNA. Hits, it, DNA. Then it works, okay? You can't cut out my well, joke. I don't know who's listening in and it's like this. We're talking about some like like some shady stuff, you know what I mean? Talk about gene splicing and genetics, you know? DNA. Big brother. Well, okay then. <laughs> Extra reverb, everybody. But the thing with this, this chord the is, um, the, you take like a C major seventh chord, and then you basically you just put a D major seventh chord on top of that. Then you that go uh, like E major seventh chord, F, uh, F sharp major seventh chord, G sharp major seventh chord, a sharp major seventh chord, and then the final note is a C after that. And it would start all over if you were going up the keyboard. Um, but, like, I find it very interesting that that's a whole tone scale, if I'm not mistaken. But because it has all of the notes in the different chords, it forms this uh, crazy Lydian thing. But, anyways, uh, 
that's enough theory for today. How are you guys doing? I I think that we should get in on this and be using this chord in we, our we own should... music before it's popular. So like people yeah, listen to our it, music in the future, they're like, man, they're 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 they're, they're ahead the of time. their time. They're ahead of their time. Just I'm like gonna make a country, I'm gonna make a country dude. dude, I'm gonna make a southern rock song with this chord so you just see some bubba's going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah Bubba, I love that super ultra hyper mega metalidian. Oh Bubba. <laughs> just call the song like a uh, song. Song or from like, Alabama. Yeah. Meta Meta Bay. Carolina in my mind, except it's the super mega ultra hyper mega met and <laughs> Megalovania, except it doesn't sound like Megalovania at all. It's it's a and, super it's, mega because awesome it's, because, it, because it's super ultra hyper mega metalidian. I don't yeah. know how you memorize that so quickly. <laughs> I don't. I have it pulled up right here. I'm just oh. reading it. Yeah, me too. I can't find it. Is it pinned? Oh, it is. <laughs> For you to put in the description so everybody else can go and listen themselves. Ah, exactly. oh, that's your job <laughs> now. Oh, okay. Crap idiot. Well, <laughs> we should have. Oh, you we should have. Okay, you could at least like put visual in there. Of, we should like, have. I'll, a I'll guest think about here. it. I'll think about it. We need. Someone I'll try on here, my best, but I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna do like. I'm not gonna put up two pictures and then render it and send it to you. Then like do everything again because like I missed a picture. Like I think we get, the, we get the gist people check the description for once in your life. You're like, Oh, you didn't say this or this isn't that. Or it's like, guess what? I answered that already in the description, dummy. And it's like, people are like, Oh, Stupid. and it's like, yeah, Stupid. it's not just a blank. How it's not rude. a blank canvas full of text. Just let for it be health. Let it be known that not all members of Extra Reverb are this rude. <laughs> Shut up, stupid! And with that, let's end the episode. You should, you should see Austin. I'm sorry. You should see world famous secret behind do- closed doors. He's like a totally He's, different. I've person. already said his name. He's a, a vegetarian. Of He's. You don't He's, have to cover up his name. What's I my it was name? Redacted. Redacted. I, I said, I, what's my I name said, again? What's I my name, name again? No, what's my age so again? Jeez, how many I'm times doing have to tell you? It's a good song. I'm being a good like song. Weird Don't Al ruin Yankovic the song. Don't ruin a parody. good song. Nobody likes Austin when you're 23 in two years or a year and a half or a year and like two months. Boomer. 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 Boy. Old me. Grandpa. You want to go tell me some stories about the Grodo War back in 2010? <laughs> Old memes. Wait, you guys don't want to talk about politics before the episode ends? Dude, I want to talk about my least favorite presidential candidate, all right? My <laughs> least favorite presidential candidate, Perry the Platypus. I hate that dude. Hey. He's a no, he's a dirty liberal. He's a stupid rodent who should not be in America. Ratatouille, he's going to cook me m- food, you useless rodent. That's not his <laughs> name. His name's Remy. No, not Ratatouille. No, no, I'm not talking about. There's you never seen the meme of the dude like who's choking the rat, and he said, and the caption says it's like the old meme font, and it says like Ratatouille, cook me dinner, you useless rodent. <laughs> His name is not Ratatouille. I thought that for the longest no, time. No, yeah. Ratatouille. It's about the rat. Remy's the dude. No, it's not. Wait, oh, Austin's oh, you're right. You're right. Rem, you're right. Remy is Remy is the rat. Yeah. 
Well, either way, nobody sits there and thinks that Ratatouille's the dish, all right? Except for like people who've really intently watched the my, movie. My favorite part of Ratatouille is when the rat Ratatouille gives that one guy Ratatouille, and he's like, I don't like food, I love food. <laughs> that rat Ratatouille gives the guy Ratatouille. <laughs> look at the chat, look at the chat, Well, Jake, look at the that's chat. our time, everybody. <laughs> that's it. We over we we overstayed our welcome. Let Epic yes, Doge. we did. We'll get out of your way now and leave you to your own lives. But before you go, I want to say one last thing. Thanks for watching. Thank you for watching, guys. I really Thank do you. appreciate it. Love you. We do appreciate Thanks. it. Be Love sure to like much. And uh, mm-hmm. maybe you know if this if this video gets fifty thousand likes, we'll upload it on all uh, on all streaming services. Maybe if we can get if we can get the same amount of likes to dislikes, we will. No, that means it's just one like and one dislike would screw us. Do nothing. Don't like or dislike Redacted. this video. Do nothing. Beep. Just do nothing. Just watch it. And that's it. Don't comment. <laughs> Don't. Nobody comment anything. Nobody like or dislike. Literally, just watch the video. Mm-hmm.